You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Love Talk Live. I'm your host, Jamie Bronstein, and today I have with me Robin Miller Brecker. Welcome. Hi, it's so good to see you. You too. I am so excited to do this interview. You guys, you are in for such a treat. Robin has an amazing story and you guys are going to all be so inspired. So excited. Thank you. Okay. So I'm going to read to you guys a little bit about Robin and then we'll get into all that Robin is and all that she offers. (laughs) I hope I make it interesting. (laughs) Um, I have no doubt. Okay, so Robin is an Emmy Award-winning producer and leader in content development. For 20 years, she worked for Oprah Winfrey, collaborating with some of the most brilliant thought leaders of our time to create programming that has impacted millions. Prior to her time with Miss Winfrey, she she was part of the team that launched the children's television network Noggin and also lived out some of her green slime dreams at Nickelodeon. She has always been at the forefront of combining wisdom, technology, and storytelling to inspire and bring like-minded people together. After a series of spiritual synchronicities in 2018, Robin's life was transformed. Seeking with Robin was imagined. She began what will be a lifelong journey to understanding who we are as souls. She is an intuitive and a spiritual medium in the making. In addition, she established her spiritual life coaching practice, so that she could help others get back on track with their soul's plan. In March of 2020, she launched her YouTube show, Seeking with Robin. And in August 2020, she made the show available on, as a podcast and on all podcast platforms. She also became a mentor on the juggle.com to help working women get to the source of their why. So Robin, yes, I would love you to tell our viewers your story. I mean, it's just so beautiful and amazing. So many synchronicities. And um, I was so inspired by your story. So please share your story. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for that introduction. And, you know, for me, I am someone who I feel like I always knew what I wanted to do. And for me, I would say I'm going to start back when I was in high school, I had this, we, I, I lived in Chicago at the time and I had this dream that I was going to work for Oprah and in Chicago, especially now, listen, I know Oprah was big everywhere, but in Chicago, she was, you know, that she was, this is her hometown. So it was a really big deal. And so I'm sure many other people had dreams, about for Oprah, but I had this very vivid dream. It was almost like I could touch it. And it was me sitting in her office talking to her about producing a show. And I know I couldn't let that that feeling and that 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 dream go. And so uh, I knew that I wanted to work in radio, TV and film. And at the time, the Internet was not a thing. So I don't know if you can remember that time, Jamie, but I do. it, It was not a thing. So it wasn't even something that I was considering. And I just knew I wanted to go to college and study radio, TV, and film. And somehow I was going to work within that field. And hopefully I would end up working for Oprah. And so 
I went to college. I did go to college for radio, TV, and film at University of Wisconsin Madison, and we'll get into in a minute how how I met my husband there. But from there, I then actually still had that thought of working for Oprah. But I want. I ended up moving to New York, and I actually ended up launching the first on-air online network called Noggin, and that was a marriage between Nickelodeon and PBS. And it, what was so incredible was that it was really it gave me the experience of working in the digital space, and I had also over my years in college and a little bit right after I worked in news. So I had this TV experience. Now I'm working for Nickelodeon and Noggin, launched Noggin. And then I got my job at Oprah and I moved back to Chicago because she was launching Oprah.com in late 1999, early 2000. And they were looking for people who had both on-air and online experience, which was very few people at the time. So, So it's like you look back at that dream that I had when I was like 14 or 15 and you fast forward it, um, it wasn't, you know, it was, I was probably 23, 24 at the time. So it came true, you know, that, that actual experience that I had in my head came true. And I ended up working and helping launch Oprah.com and working for Oprah for almost 20 years. And so it, it was just, what a foundation for my life, right? In all aspects and in, in ways. And I felt like I was able to help others by working for her and live out my own passion in, in radio, TV, and film, which then I was able to translate in, in the digital world. And I helped to run that digital world for her for, for a really long time and work with everybody that came through those doors. And so what, you know, for me... I had, we had so many spiritual type of people coming through those doors and we had had spiritual medium mediums come through, but I had never thought about talking to one. And the thing that I didn't tell, tell, tell everybody is that I actually lost my father when I was 12. Mm-hmm. And so he died of a sudden heart attack when he was 41 years old. And clearly that changed my life. Right. And yet it never occurred to me to talk to a spiritual medium until 2010. And at that time, I remember very vividly, I was sitting on the couch with my two year old daughter. My daughter was two at the time and I'm flipping through a people magazine and I see this woman that looks like she could be our friend and I'm reading her story And she's a spiritual medium. And something clicked in my head at that point that was like, why did I, why haven't I ever talked to anybody? Why have I never, I believe, I know there's credible people, but I've never thought to talk to somebody to connect to my dad. Well, you're waiting for the right person to talk to. And that's what you, right? Like, I feel like you and I have learned that, right? So I, that is, so true and exactly what happened and the synch- right then in 2010 within a month of seeing that article one of my jobs at, at Oprah was to vet certain people that were coming through they would come through digital and then they may end up on the show they may end up in the magazine and 
all of a sudden I started getting calls from publicists and agents about this woman coming through Chicago and it was a spiritual medium. And it was that woman. Her name was Rosen. And amazing. And she ended up giving, I mean, I ended up being invited to one of her large group readings. My father came through and that was what changed. That was like one of the most transformative experiences of my life because I realized we never really die. There were things that she said, even in this large group reading that nobody would have, she couldn't know. And at the time it's 2010, the internet, while it has, was very established by then, it still wasn't, you weren't going to look anything about me up on it. So it was from there that really awakened my spirituality in a way that it hadn't before. And so you fast forward several years later, and I knew I needed to make some sort of change. And in 2018, I then ended up having several spiritual synchronicities that really gave me the confidence and the vision for what my future could and would hold. So then I left I ended up leaving after talking to a medium, a psychic, a shaman, an astrologer, and an energy healer. It sounds like a bad joke, but it's true. Um, I ended up leaving there and starting Seeking with Robin. And we I just established the secret company with my business partner, Karen Lenzer. And we are off, you know, and, and have several programs in development and a book. I have a book on the way. So anyway, that's, that's things in a nutshell. But. So, yes. Okay. Well, a few things that came up during that, that amazing, beautiful story of yours. One is that we'll just start with this, the one that just came up, which is the crazy thing about our intuition and our knowing when we are connected with ourselves is that we always know what is right for us. We always know our sacred yes. yes. However, it's just funny. You, you needed to talk to all those people just to validate it. But even if you didn't talk to the shamans and the mediums and the psychics and the intuitives, you always knew the right answer anyway. So It's true. And you know what, what they did and what you're saying is that the, what they helped to do for me and, is, and continue to do is validate what yeah, validate. validate my inner knowing because they were saying things that I was seeing in my own mind years prior but never had the courage really to put out there in the world. And so, yes, you're right. That's yeah. And the, the more that we do trust ourselves, the more that, and, and it turns into a great, amazing situation in life, yeah. the more that we will continue to trust ourselves and not need the yes. outside validation. But as humans, the outside validation feels good. But the more that you practice your intuition, the stronger it gets and, and the better off you are. Yes, that is so true. And everyone and everyone has it. I'm yeah. sure you've said that many times, but yeah. I think everyone listening realizes they have their own inner compass that they can follow. They know the answers. Our stories are written within within us. Our knowing is there. Yeah, absolutely. So my second question that came up first when you were talking, and I think about this a lot, is... Before you, so we were talking, we were just talking about how we all do have this inner knowing, this intuition, and some of us have it naturally stronger than others. I feel like I'm a Pisces, so I've just, it's always been strong, but however, I've taken classes and I've honed in and I've learned more. So what I find so interesting is 
that let's say before you actually learn more about intuition and strengthen that intuitive muscle, how people do manage to manifest. And I'm bringing that up because you somehow, man, you had that dream, that premonition about working with Oprah. And then you did make it happen, even without like intentionally, I'm going to manifest like you do now. So what do you think that's all about? Oh, I think that's such a good question. You know, I really feel like I was given this vision for my future. And because, as I said to you, when I woke up, I felt it. I felt that it was real. And to me, it was something about the fact of the feeling and then believing that like, believing it could happen because mm-hmm. that's, because the feeling, because I felt it, I believed it. I think somehow I made that a reality for the future. Believing is the key. Believing is the you key. believed it even before you learned the importance of how. Yes. And, yes and actually, you know, I don't, I'm, I, I'm always saying you cannot worry about the how. Yes. Right. Like worry about the, you not worry, but like, think of the what, you know, Yeah, you know, your intention, you know what you want to manifest. That's all you need to know. That's all. And, and really thank you for actually making that, that experience for me. That is like such a good example. Cause you're right. I did not, and I did not intentionally manifest that it really did just happen. I think about my parents and this is a great segue into you and your husband. I think about how my parents, because I teach math through the law of attraction, you bring the person in. And I think about so often about how my parents, who were 22 or so when they got married, I mean, they knew each other since seventh grade in Hebrew school, but anyhow, but they started dating in college. They knew each other in high school, started dating in college, like right after college, they got married. And so I, my mom definitely was not sitting down with a vision board and, or an idea deal scene and studying the law of attraction to manifest my dad in seventh grade when they met. So I think about that a lot. And I feel like that relates to my question to you. So I'm fascinated by people that don't intentionally manifest, but still manifest. Like I always say, it's important to show up as your authentic self in order to manifest that right match for you. So there was something in my mom and in my dad that they, even at a young age, were able to show up as their authentic selves without doing all this manifestation work. And I think it's really cool. I agree. Like, I actually have the chills when you're talking about that because you actually don't hear about that very often. Right. And and like a marriage that lasts, honestly. Yeah. I mean, they're the most in love people I know. Well, well I need to hear your story. Okay, yeah. so, so let me tell you about mine. Okay. Yeah. And, and what, I, what I hope with this story is that in addition to how I met my husband, it also helps you to understand, to to listen to your inner voice, to listen to the whisper, right? So here I am. I'm a freshman in college at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and I walk into my anthropology class. And I walked in with a friend of mine at the time, and I looked over, and sitting in this, you know, sitting in one of the seats was this kid. Now I can say he was a kid, you know, uh, with like a mullet, but very cute dimples. And I heard this voice inside my head that said, that boy is going to play an important,
important role in your life. Pay attention. And I heard it like as clear as day. Now I got the chills. So I heard it as clear as day. And I looked over at the boy with the mullet. <laughs> I was like, what? I, I, I honestly, and I didn't know him. I had right. never met him. You know, I had never met him. And it, it, but yet it was like an unlocking. That's now like now I, I've had other experiences similar that were so powerful, but you only have, to me, you only have a few of those in your life. Yes. So listen, so listen, right. And so from that day forward, he would, we would, we, you know, we weren't introduced that day, but we looked at each other and then he was like throwing notes at me during class, like, and then ended up knowing one of my roommates at the time Mm -hmm. and, and said something to her about me. And she was the one who really brought us together Cause he's like, you know, he said something like, oh, I like Robin, you know, and, and that now from that time, we, I knew, I, I remember I've said to my, I said to my friends and now we're getting into sophomore year of college said to my friends, I said to my mother, I said, I'm going to marry Jeff Brecker. And we weren't, we weren't very seriously dating at all. I, I had other boyfriends. I think he had a girlfriend. I mean, but I knew somehow this was my person and it ended up taking us several years to get there. I mean, we dated, we dated other people. And then finally, I'm not kidding. It was like, I'm ready. Are you ready? Let's just move in together. And it was right after I, it was about a year after I graduated college. And he's my, he's my soulmate. I mean, there's no question that I, I feel so grateful. I'm so Blessed that in this lifetime, I chose him as my soul, you know, mm-hmm. as my partner in life because we are partners. You know, I, I I love him so much. And it was that whisper. And and I don't know. I, I, I don't know if you've had that before as well, but I've had it very yeah. few times. Yeah. yeah. They're big, important ones. And I, I hope other people listening pay attention. You know, that voice is going all the time. But and, and you want to like quiet when it's not saying nice things, but these important that are crystal clear, it was definitely came from somewhere. I mean, it definitely came from a spirit guide or somebody. I didn't believe in that stuff then. So this was, you know, I was not, I had no idea what the hell was going on. Well, I'm glad that you brought this up and we need to get back to everything I have to say about that, or we can just stop the show and just start continue <laughs> crying because that was so beautiful, but I do want to address this. It's important for people to be discerning between the fear voice and the knowing voice because it's the 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 ego voice which is fear based and spews out lies your in your yeah. mind it's it comes from your mind and then there's the voice that comes from your soul your authentic self your heart let's say god universe everything the connection with that and I know the work that I do and, and I know the work that you do is we, that's what we do. We help people to be discerning between, is this my fear-based voice or is this my, my knowing voice? And once you start doing this work to enhance your intuitive muscle, it's a game changer. Cause it's so clear. You have such clarity on, okay, that's fear. Well, I can trans transform fear to faith, fear to love. And this is love. Yes. So, I mean, that word is such an important word for people to hear. Discernment. I mean, yes. and and 
And I'm, I'm sure when you, when you just said that people were like, Oh, that's what that is. That's fear-based, you know, because that is what most people hear all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the yapper. Yeah. It's called the cheetah, C-I-T-T-A. Yeah, right. The chatter, the, the yapper that, and it's, it's all lies. It's all lies. It is. It and is. it's so empowering to know this, that you are not your feelings you are not your mind. You are not your body. You are your soul. And to to be able to hone in and align with that is the most powerful thing in the world. Yes. And then when that soul connects with another soul that you know is like your, your person, your friend, whatever it is, like, you know, when there's those unlockings in life, it's just, oh my God. it really... And that's the best way I can describe it because there are so few of them that are that powerful. Uh, And that for me was one of them. And then also like, even, I mean, and it's not even people. It's like when I walked in my house, I knew this was my house, right? Like you know, there's an energy, you know? I was about to say energy. I think we're the same person. I think you are. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about the how it's an energy. Yes. It's well, let's, if we are talking about romantic relationships, it's an energy. It's not necessarily the chemistry. It's an energy. Right. And then in life, it's a, it's a feeling it's, it's being in touch with how, how do you feel, but it's beyond the feeling. It's the energy. Yes. It's the energy. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. So let's go back to you and your husband. Yeah. I mean, that's beyond amazing. Oh, this is what I want to say. So I'm making, I'm making a documentary about couples that have it, that soul connected, authentic, romantic, forever relationship. And I would love to interview you guys. Oh, I would love that. I would love him. Okay. Oh, he'll be. Yes. He's a yes. Okay, good. We're very Um, open about it. We're very open with our like affection for each other and just, just respect. Honestly, it's like a love and respect. Well, it's, it's inspirational and that's why I'm making this film because I want people to know that it, it exists. It does. Period. It just does. And to not settle. settle. Don't settle. I feel like I'm just doing the show with a mirror. Like I (laughs) keep saying the same things. (laughs) Yes. So yeah, I would love to interview you guys. Um, But oh my God, anybody that's watching, like what an inspirational story the message is listen to yourself. Listen to the yes. love voice. Yes. The lo- I love I, I love that. I mean, and I'll say like, and it may like, again, I had heard it and it still took a while before it became, but I just, there was this knowing and it was this, it, it took years and it took years of us communicating in various forms because like, email wasn't even like, a thing like it was just starting so it was like actually writing letters and things like that before we really got together and we were just like okay I love you I love you let's just let's just do this you know there was just no question um but you know that in between of figuring it out and knowing that for and you know for me I dated other people and they were what I learned things from all of the, my past relationships but yeah. there was you know it with him, it was like just a perfect fit. You were drawn to each other. We were drawn to each other, and we're hundred percent. Our I can be, I I can be authentically who I am always, and I know 
that he will love me. And it's vice versa. Like, I don't ever have to pretend to be anybody else. And I can be crazy, like spiritual Robin, and he's still cool with it. You know what I mean? And he's on board. That's what's even better, you know? So well, that's such a gift. I mean, we need to show up as ourselves in this lifetime, in this world. And to have somebody witness that and love you, not like regardless, like it's in spite of and addition to, they love you. You want to find somebody who just loves you for everything that yeah. you are. Yes. And vice versa, right? Like and we love them for everything. Yeah, that's what's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love, and I'm so, I'm so grateful you're doing this show and talking about love and relationships in this way, because I think that I think most people grow up seeing things, whether they saw them in TV or they read the, read about them in books and they actually don't necessarily know how they are, how they really feel. You know, they, they, or they come up with a list and they think the person has to check off everything on that list and they don't go off of actual real feeling or they ignore, they ignore certain feelings that are kind of red flags. So, I mean, I'm sure you talk about all of that, but I'm so glad you're doing this so that people can connect on this, on this other level. Yeah. Life is too short to not connect with your own feelings and your own knowing and trust it all. Yes. That's it all. Oh okay. So I can't even believe that it's already almost I minutes. Um, because we, I do want to, let's talk about more of the spiritual stuff. So yeah, I know you told me about like Eckhart, talk about Eckhart. Yes. yes. Well, that's actually perfect because okay, they brought up this idea of what you talked about with this discerning of that, that knowing because what I learned with working with Eckhart Tolle, um, I helped take his book, A New Earth, when it came out in like, I think it was late 2007, early 2008. We were, I was really blessed to work on this um, project, which was taking A New Earth and making it a webcast and an, uh, and an online experience and making it a class. And so I ended up working with Eckhart as long with Elizabeth Lesser who uh, oversees the Omega Institute and we, and she helped to translate. We, and as a team, we all helped to translate a new word so that it would be under people could understand it because it's actually, I would say if you're a beginner um, seeker, it may be a little hard to understand mm-hmm. the key about that. And what I learned from him is being present so like be in this moment. Don't think about the next moment. Don't think about tomorrow. Think about right now. And I know it sounds easy. It sounds easier than sometimes it can be, but it's so important. It harder. Well, it sounds, you're making it sound easy. <laughs> you're right. It's harder than it sounds. You're right. It is it's because people, you, we can sometimes we can't turn off our minds. Like they race, it's racing. And mm-hmm. we bring ourselves back to right now. And, and, and really think about what we're saying and come from that authentic place. And that's what I learned from him. From Eckhart, he truly walks the walk. We, I, I, he, he taught me so much in having patience and, and being, being present, being, bringing your full self, bringing, knowing your energy when you walk in a room and then being in this moment with like, with our, like right now, we're connecting right now. And you can feel it because you can feel when someone's not in that. Yeah. Right? And so 
Um, and then, and then along with that, it was just the ego part was huge for me. And also knowing that when it's okay to, to, to lead, to lead a fulfilled life, it's okay sometimes to, um, there are so, there's so many pressures from our kind of like earthly world, which, you know, how much money do you make? What's your title? Things like that. And people get very stuck on those things. Mm-hmm. I was part of that. And for me to find my true, like happy place and fulfillment, what I learned is that that's not so important as like what is in my heart, what fulfills me, what's not making me tired or feel like I have to compete with other people. I just have to be me and I, and, and, and go to the core of what I want to do in life, which is to help others. Um, my point is he gave me permission to understand that and be brave and, and, and take certain chances in order to lead a more fulfilled life. That is when we, we, that is the abundance. And so yeah. it actually ends up bringing in cash flow and, and things like that. Totally. And it's not necessarily even your intention or your purpose. You're because right. Because when you are following your purpose and your joy, it just naturally happens. It, it, it really does. And I hope people can hear that because so many of us and so, um, you know, so many people that I talk to, they live in that fear um, of the, of the not having enough. Of and the lack. Yeah. Yeah. And the more you focus on that, the more that that happens. Exactly. And I, I really, he le- like Eckhart leads by example, like, you know, just in his whole being and what he brought to the table, we worked together for many months, but it was a 10 week series. And so every week he brought his full, his, his entire being to that, um, to that set. And he really helped all of us learn um, how to lead these more joy-filled and fulfill and, and figure out why we really came here. Um, in this I life. love that you said that, that Eckhart walks the walk because that's, that's just, that's beautiful. That's a gift. When someone teaches something, ideally yeah. they're going to be living it also. Yes. And he his story and not to go into his whole story, except to say that he, reached rock bottom and he really did have like um I think he he did try to commit suicide like he 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 reached that very that bottom before he and then had a spiritual awakening and you hope that you don't have to do that right you hope spreading awareness right you can see you can see this and so that's why he he knew what it felt to be so depressed Right. And feeling like, what's my purpose? He Mm -hmm. went there. He did, you know, he, and so he then didn't want anyone else to have to get to that place by, you know, kind of showing us how we can, how we can be present and aware and then really follow our, our, our soul's plan. Right. Like that is what we're talking about in terms of it's all inside and it's following when you're in that flow you're doing the things that feel good and feel right it does it doesn't mean you don't do the work you do the work and then it comes yeah so when we are in the flow is when we actually can manifest what is supposed to happen there are no there's no nothing blocking us there's no negative stories there's no the past there's no the future there's the present and that is how we manifest what is supposed to happen yes things that we chose before we came here exactly Exactly. 
which I hope people understand, you know, that there well, you can come back and we can explain that next time. Okay. Fine. We talk about it all the time in general, but, but yes. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. Being present, being in the flow, being with yourself, you can't go wrong. I mean, it's, right. that is the gold in life. The gold. It is. It is. The joy, yeah. the heart, yeah. the love. Yeah. Okay. So anything else that you would like to add that you feel, I mean, there are so many more things, but anything I else? Say, you know, I think, I think, I think we covered so, so much. And I would say to everybody that just pay attention to the voice and pay attention to those feelings and, you know, see what comes your way. Because I really believe that when you start to even think and pay attention, opportunities, signs will start showing up mm-hmm. for you. And so whether that's meeting the perfect partner or it's finding the next perfect job, whatever it is, it will start to show up for you. So pay attention and be open to some of these experiences like maybe talking to an intuitive or getting your astrology birth chart read by somebody that is comes recommended start because they can help validate what, what we, what we said in the very beginning, what you already know. And, um, you know, I just hope for everybody that, you know, that they lead the lives that they came here to lead. So my God, amen and hallelujah to that. (laughs) That is is always my purpose of, of inspiring people. Um, yeah. To get out of your own way, to look at the gifts that you have, do whatever you need to do to be able to learn how to show up in life as your self. Yeah. Yeah. Um, connected to your intuition. It's the key to life. Okay. So how do people find you? Yes. Communicate yes. with you, watch yes. your show, et cetera, everything. Yes. So you can go to Seeking with Robin with the Y. So it's S-E-E-K-I-N-G with Robin, R-O-B-Y-N dot com. You can also find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash Seeking with Robin. You can follow me on Instagram at, at Seeking with Robin. And that's the way to get in touch with me. And besides for your show, you your website is that you do sessions with people. I do. I do. I do spiritual coaching. So if you are looking what I feel like. Seeking. Yes. If you're, if you're seeking, yes. I feel like one of my gifts is to figure out like the right plan for you. If you're open to talking to different types of people who represent different spiritual modalities. So I have over the last several years vetted hundreds of different people. And I, when I talk to somebody, I'm able to put together a plan for them if they're looking to start the spiritual journey. So we would meet and then I'd come up with this plan and give that to them. And then we can figure out if we continue to work together, I'm happy to kind of hold their hand throughout a process. So that's, that's what, that's what I do. That's, that's my spiritual coaching. I see some sort of like matchmaking website coming up in your future because I had no idea that that's what you did. And that's so great because so many people, they Google and then they end up spending money. They go to the wrong person. So I love that you are, you're connecting I feel like a spiritual, yeah, I feel like a spiritual concierge. Yeah, that's, <laughs> there's your website. Yes, yes, yeah, that's, that's really what I, and, and because I, listen, I would never recommend someone I haven't tried. So all these people are part of my tribe. That's how I look at them. And they're valid. 
Yeah. You're the real deal. You're the real deal. So if you're interested, you can check that out and, and we can talk. Amazing. Okay. And as always, everybody can find me at the relationshipexpert.com. Robin, thank you so much for joining us today. You it are my honor and pleasure. And I'm so grateful that you asked. Oh my God. You are amazing. Thank you so much. You were so inspirational. And as always, everyone can join us on Love Talk Live on LA Talk Radio every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for being a great guest. And namaste. Namaste. I'm sure we'll talk. Yes. Okay. You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on LA Talk Radio.